This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, June 6th. 2016. Follow this podcast social media pages on Facebook at Shanice Lewis Show, on Twitter and Instagram at Shanice Show, and subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and Google Play Music. Today we have a very special guest, Jessica Milagros. Jessica is a Chicago-based plus-size model represented by IPM Model Management. In a few years, this Latina beauty turned her dreams into reality with a full-time plus-size modeling career. She has modeled for numerous clients, including Ashley Stewart, Target, JCPenney, Latino Fashion Week, and Plus Night Out. She has appeared in USA Today Plus Model Magazine, Curvista Magazine, among many others, and has been seen on the Steve Harvey Show, Univision, and Latina.com. Let's welcome Jessica to the show. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Shanice. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being on the show. I'm excited to talk to you because I first met you before your modeling career took off, so I'm excited to hear your story. So first, growing up, were you always confident, or was that something that you had to grow into as you got older? Um, you know what? I I think that for a lot of girls, you know, at a young age, we um, we kind of have that thought process of wanting, you know, to be models, actresses, dancers, and things of that nature. And of course, you know, with my family, it, it was never really encouraged. <laughs> so, right, you know, they, right. they, it was more like be a, be a doctor, be, you know, be something that's going to make you money. Like it's a, a for sure thing, go and study, you know, and, of course. and that was the big thing, you know, but um, I always did from a very young age have, um, that desire, you know, I was, I was very fashion forward, even for being like a younger kid. So, um, but you know, of course, um, being my size is I was always kind of a heftier little girl, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was never, I never really thought that that was something that would be possible. So now you had maybe dreams of it, but never thought it would be a reality. So you went into a traditional career in corporate America, right? I did. Yeah, I went um I went to college uh in um in Chicago and studied marketing communications. And so um before being a plus-size model, I was actually a senior account executive at uh, a Chicago firm. So that was kind of my my starting ground and then um being in there in promotions and um in marketing, I had various clients and some of them were uh were brands. And one happened uh, to be Lane Bryant. So um, we were actually pitching to Lane Bryant. It was actually a, a pitch. And that's kind of where everything started as far as my, you know, the, the curiosity that that peaked. And I was like, oh, my God, there, there's a plus size community. This, this, this is a thing. Like, these models look like me. And so that's kind so of a, how were, I, I started the interest. When you were uh, making that uh... – marketing that campaign for Lane Bryant, 
did you have to research the industry and that's how you stumbled across things on the internet? Exactly. That's exactly how it happened. Because I think that um, for, for women who, who don't really follow the plus size community, but some people don't even know that they're plus size. They just think that they're the biggest, right. <laughs> that they're the biggest girl, you know, that, you know, they're the, they're the large and the extra large, you know, in, in all of these other standard um, brand sizing, you know? So for me, I never considered myself plus, I just knew that I was bigger, you know, and I was just, you know, the bigger girl. So when, and, and Lean Bryant wasn't our client at that point, we were actually pitching to them and, um, okay. and I had to, for my, for my, you know, for my job had to research and see, oh my God, there's a whole plus size community. And this is, there's more people like me and it's, you know, it's not just me thinking that I was, you know, uh, fat, you know, it was, it, mm-hmm. there's a community. And so and that's kind of how I started to peak, you know, peak interest in, into the plus modeling career. So then when you discovered the community, before you were even signed, did you try and do freelance gigs, local and network? What was your first steps before being signed? Um, the first the first step in this, this is just me being, I guess, from me being a marketer, was always to do the research. So I, right. you know, it was my job to kind of figure out who were the top girls in the game, you know, who are who are the plus size models that everybody, um, you know, is in love with, who, um, who are the brands, you know, what, what, where, where are the competitors, you know, so at, that's when I really started to research all of these brands, and and, and this was before. Um, you know, we had brands like, um, you know, H&M and, and Forever 21 Plus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, those didn't exist at that time. So it was really like the Lane Bryant's and the Ashley Stewart's. And I was actually, you know, an Ashley Stewart consumer too. And mm-hmm. so so this was just, just doing the research, you know, because you kind of have to see like what's what's in the game, what's in the market right now, you know, what does it look like? So, and that's how I, I got to see, you know, Ashley, you know, Ashley Graham and Marquita Pring and, you know, um, all of these other plus size models that were making this a career. And in all honesty, it was really Ashley Graham who kind of um, really pushed me into, into that, that role of plus size. Cause I was like, this, this woman looks like me. This is, this is my body. This is mm-hmm. what I feel like I can do. And I just had a very supportive, you know, family and, and, and system of friends that, that were very supportive of me. And I just said, hey, I think I want to be a plus-size model. And they're like, we can totally see that. Go for it. Now, and, and that's really how I, everything, you know, started. Now, I first met you in 2012. I don't know if you remember this. We were um, at this event called New Jersey Full Figure Fashion Week. It doesn't exist yes. anymore. Yes. Yeah, that was the first time we met, at least in person. Now, at that time, you knew you wanted to be a model, but you were, were you networking? Tell me, why were you going to events? You were doing more research? Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I was not even signed at that time. So that was definitely just me trying to network and, and, and meet people. And, you know, through my, just through all of this, um, research that I was doing. I, you know, found Plus Model Magazine. You, you know, you had your talk show, you were promoting it through there. And I, so I, 
so obviously right now even talking to you is just an honor because I'm <laughs> I'm just like wow I didn't think that I'd ever be on this show you know oh, but thank you <laughs> and but yeah that's that's basically what it was you know Plus Model Magazine for me has also kind of you know has jump-started my career because that's how I kind of got into everything um you know they they were having um a model search and mm-hmm. I just said you know what I'm, I'm just gonna do it and what do I need to do you know headshots I had friends that were photographers um I mean not model photographers but had studied photography um and I just said hey can you take my a quick headshot and a body shot this is what the requirements are and I'm just gonna go for it and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I did. And, and I started um, participating in, in forums and being a part of that plus size community. And I was, you know, following retailers and brands and, um, and other plus size models, you know, wherever I saw that they were going to be, I, you know, I would try to go. And of course, I'm not from Jersey. So, <laughs> so that, right. that was for me, one of the, one of my investments in myself was to, you know, was to go to these events that weren't even in the Chicagoland area. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to full figure fashion week. I'm going to fashion, you know, New Jersey fashion, you know, full figure fashion week. So, so that was really actually that New Jersey full figure fashion was actually the first fashion week that I had ever gone to. And it was, I mean, it was a great, it was, it was a great um, uh, way for me to just meet other um not just models, but models, bloggers, brands. I, I'm still great friends with some of the people that actually were just starting around the same time I was starting who right. are now great bloggers, you know? So it, you right. know, it's, it's great because you get to, to just meet people um, and you get to grow with people too. And in, I mean, it may take years, but you know what? Some, someone's going to remember you. And it's funny, Steve, because you, you remember that we met during that time and, right. and, and here we are. So, so you right. are able to kind of see, and you're able to see every model's progression, you know, from where, right. they, from where they start to, to where they are right now. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's one of the most important things you can do is really go in and network. Cause a lot of models, I feel or models that start off always ask like, how do I, how do I start? But really it's, that's, that's, that's how you start. You, you try to figure out where you have to go, what you need to do, who's doing what. And, and you just have to go you know, for it. And, and follow that. Yeah. And, ju- and definitely, and just go for it. I feel like a lot of the models who feel, who feel stuck where they are is, is just a matter of the fact that they're just not doing it. They might be, in their heads a little too much and they're not actually taking the that that first step whether it's to you know to go to that full figure fashion week or you know or to enter into that modeling competition or to take those photos that need to be taken you know and they're waiting for someone to kind of just tell them what to do the model search Mm -hmm. that you entered is that how you got signed with ipm um I believe that that's um, that's a, a big a big factor. I mean, like I I won second place out of the two thousand entries, so I didn't get you know the the top grand prize. But like we all know, even with 
you know, singing competition, sometimes the second, the second and the third runner right. ups, you know, get just as good, you know, compensation. So I'm, I'm still very blessed so with that. So just the exposure but of being second exactly. led you to an agency. Exactly. Definitely. And I definitely think that that's kind of how I came um, on, on, you know, IPM's radar was, was through that. And I, I was actually signed not too much after. I was probably maybe a month after the search. Now, after you got signed, how soon after did you start working? Um, well, that's that's a good question. Um, with, I mean, I've I've worked. There's a lot of work. <laughs> you kind of start working <laughs> immediately because the first the first thing that you have to do is is to create your portfolio, right? So when I right. got signed, I really didn't have many many pictures because I, you know, I was a brand, brand new model. So that first year was really listening to my agent and seeing what needed to be in my portfolio, what pictures I needed to take, what photographers I needed to shoot with. Um, and and I'd, I'd have to say, you know, that first year was definitely her um, taking that chance, investing in me and, and working with me to kind of mold me into the model I am right now. Um, in knowing good photos from bad photos, working, you know, on my posing, um, and working. And I was also working, um, locally, you know, I was working locally with, um, a few boutiques, um, Blair boutique and boutique LaRue. And with them, you know, I was able to, you know, um, shoot commercially with them as far as like e-com stuff and, and some editorial pieces, you know, and I was in Milwaukee magazine with, um, with boutique LaRue and I shot with, you know, uh, Tadashi Shoji and Adriana Papel and Karen Kane. And so those things, um, I was, I was working kind of simultaneously, um, while building up my portfolio. But when I actually started, um, what they would say, you know, got my first big gig, um, was exactly probably a year after I got signed. And that was with Ashley Stewart. Okay. Okay. So how important is it, um, you think, uh, is it to have your agent to help mold your career and shaping you into a, a professional model? Oh, I think, I mean, I think that an agent's job is, is so important. It's, um, and, and of course you just, every, every model works with their agent to a different capacity. And I just think that an agent, when, when an agent really believes in you and that, that is first and foremost, the most important that you feel that you're being supported by your agent. Um, And because if, if your agent doesn't, believe in what you're doing or, or doesn't see it, then obviously they're not going to push for you um, as hard as they would other people. So um, it's very important to really listen to your agent and understand, you know, where they're coming from. Because sometimes with newer models, we, you know, I, I remember she would tell me things <laughs> and I'm just like, I wouldn't know what that meant, you know, and, and I would probably think, oh my gosh, this, this is crazy. Like, what do you, what does she, you know, what do they want from me? But now mm-hmm. looking at it at a place of where I am now, it totally makes sense. And, and I, I've seen the growth and, and me and my agent have even talked about, you know, um, the growth I've had in the past four years and it's tremendous, you know, yeah. um, you know, 
it, and just from seeing the differences in the pictures that I've taken and we're able to kind of look at them and see like how far I've gone, you know, or even like how many more pictures or how many more shots um, I've taken where pretty much every, every picture is usable. You know what I mean? And then that, right, that is right. kind of a great, that's, that's kind of a great accomplishment for, for a model is to make sure that when you're testing or when you're working with a client, that one, two, three, four, five, six in six shots, you will be able that 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 client has it, you know, that they're not mm. shooting a ridiculous amount of times, you know, to say, okay, I think we have the shot, <laughs> you know, and, right. and that it takes practice. And for a model that's just starting, we want to be there like yesterday, you know, and we probably right. think, oh, well, this is my look. This is, this is what's going to sell. And an agent can have a completely different, you know, point of view on that. And it's really important for the model to have an open mind and, and really take into consideration what the, the agent's asking for. If it, you know, if it's cutting your hair, if it's dyeing it, if it's, you know, to work with a certain photographer, if it's to, you know, to shoot a certain way or to, you know, these, these are all things that models will maybe want to fight a agent against, you know, and be like, oh, why do I need to do this? Why do I need to do that? But I think agents really, really help. And 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 if you're not signed to an agent, I still think you think you could definitely um, you could definitely work. But it's always working toward getting an agent and knowing that when you're signed, that's not when the money happens. It's not oh, I got signed and there's no more work to be done. It's like that's when the work starts. You know, that's, right. that's when you have to show, that's when you have to show up. That's when things get, you know, to the point of professionalism where a client can take a photo and, and know that you're going to be good on set for a whole eight hours, you know, and, right. and get that shot for now, them. You um, have been doing great um, being signed with IPM Model Management because you are consistently working. Your clients are getting bigger and bigger. Now, I know mm -hmm. that you quit your day job and now you're modeling full time. So when did I you am. know that your when did you know that your modeling career was consistent enough that you could quit your day job? Or did you didn't um, know? I don't think <laughs> I. I don't think I knew. I don't think I knew. I pretended like I knew, and um, I just went for it. But you're, you know, absolutely right. It's 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 a very scary thing. Did we say that? You know, if you want, do you want to be a model? Someone told me, you know, do you want to be a professional model or do you want to model as a hobby? Because if you model as a hobby, it's it's definitely going to cost you more money. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to be spending a lot more money in just, in just making it a hobby. So I, I kind of had to make that, that career move. It had been, you know, it had been two years in, um, I was, I was working somewhat consistently, but I knew that with my marketing job, because the marketing job is, uh, you know, it's, it's very time consuming and demanding. You know, I don't have, we didn't have like a, a regular nine to five, it could have been, you know, I'd be there from like sometimes eight to eight, you know, sometimes oh, okay. I, I would come in at midnight, you know, we're working with brands from all over the, you know, from all over the country and um, sometimes internationally. So it, it's, 
it's kind of like you get the work done when you need to get the work done. So I had a 24 hour pass, you know, it wasn't a nine to five, but, um, but I also knew that my, that my agent was, um, was asking me to go on more model calls, you know, more castings, um, working with more photographers and things I was not able to do or kind of missed out on because I was working. And so I knew that doing that was limiting me, was limiting me. And I, and I had to make that decision as to what my passion was. And yes, the marketing career, it, you know, could be, it's very lucrative, makes really great money. Um, but it was also taking all of my time and it, it really wasn't my, my passion. And I, I think within the two years that I had been, you know, working with IPM, I just, I kind of came into a realization that this is what I wanted to do. So it wasn't that I just, you know, quit and moved to New York. It was more, you know, I gave it to two years. I saw what I could do. I noticed that I was progressing, you know, in the, in the first couple of years, I mean, I don't even think I looked like a model, you know, I was, I was working toward being that that's, you know, I needed to see, like, I needed to find my look. I needed to, 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 to figure out who I was in the, in the modeling scene. So it, then after that, after I feel like people were starting to call me more, you know, where, you know, I was asked to get seen by Target and that I was like, I, I need to figure this out because I, I can't be working to these two jobs. And, and that's kind of what I did. I just took a leap of faith and I said, this is what I am. I am a model. I'm no longer a part-time model. I'm not, I don't just do it for fun. This, this is this is my profession. And so I'm going to treat it as a profession and I'm going to be what they would say, you know, an entrepreneur and, and work myself as my business, as my brand. And, and through my marketing, you know, um, experience, I was, I've just been able to do that a little bit with a little bit more confidence because I have that marketing background. It's probably why I feel I've gotten to do it a lot faster than maybe some, but I also feel that everybody or a, a lot of women can do that for themselves, you know, and create their own brands and really, as long as they own it and they know they're going to do it, just go full force. Now, one of um, the events that I mentioned you participated in was Latino Fashion Week. Now, this gives a platform for Latinos in fashion. Now, why do you think this event is so important? Oh, Latino Fashion Week is incredibly important. I mean, I think um, that everybody, you know, everybody deserves uh, their platform, and um, with Latino Fashion Week in general, um, it's, it's definitely to promote designers that are of Hispanic and Latino descent um, because there are very, there are very few that, that get um, that exposure. Um, so I think it's incredibly important, just like, you know, full figure fashion week is incredibly important in our full, you know, in the full figured community, Latino fashion week is just as important, um, to be able to just get that message across. And I was, you know, incredibly honored, um, to work with them. I was, you know, actually working with them the same year that, um, you know, Lorna Litz and, um, and Rosie Mercado from Kirby girls, um, were, at Latino Fashion Week as well, um, and we all modeled, and it was the very first year that they had plus-size women in their, you know, um, at their show, which was even 
more, you know, important for me as both Latina and a plus size, you know, and a plus size woman. So that to me was just incredibly important. But I think that it's just, I mean, everybody should have that platform and we need to create more opportunities within the industry to show that diversity because and now and now more specific to the plus community Mm -hmm. there's a a ongoing conversation about lack of diversity in the plus community now as a latino model what is your stance on on that in, in regards of diversity in the plus community i think i think that Diversity is something that we're getting to, but still needs to be worked on and diversity in all aspects. You know, we're not just talking about, um, I mean, we are talking about having, you know, more black models, more Latino models, um, more Asian models, and, you know, not it just being, um, you know, the blonde hair, blue eye that we see, you know, on TV, in the media, and everywhere else. There needs to be a diversity for that, but there also has to be a diversity with sizes. I mean, as mm-hmm. not just being Latina, but as a size 16 model, um, I don't really see much of me. You know, I sometimes mm-hmm. I'm working and I'm I'm the biggest model. You know, so really? I, I yeah, definitely. I mean, I think a lot of um, a lot of brands like to say, you know, size or not brands, but you know, the media likes to say size 16, and I don't really believe that some of those models that they call a size 16 are a size. 16. Yeah, because I was going to say know. I thought a size 16 model was a popular size that was getting booked these days, but you think they kind of yeah. embellish it and yeah. they're smaller. And- Definitely. Either that or or maybe they're looking for a size 16 UK. Like, like because, I mean, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, there's no way that this model is a size 16 because she's getting pinned and I'm literally just like filling it all out. So, right. <laughs> but, you know, so there are, and I mean, you know, we are all shapes and sizes. So, a size 16 at a, at a six, you know, at a six feet tall is definitely different than a size 16 at a five, nine, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people have hips, people have, you know, breasts. I mean, we, we are all different creatures, you know, we we're all made differently, but I, for me personally, when I see what I see, I do know that I'm, I am at times one of the biggest girls, um, and, and and that's okay, but I would I would definitely love to see, you know, more 16s, more 18s. We do need, you know, I, I was very fortunate to work with J.C. Penny and you know work with the size 24 model, and I and I think that 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 is that is necessary because right we we just need that we need that diversity and and women need to see themselves in exactly. each and every one of the models. So you are still based in Chicago, right? You never relocated. No, um, I am in Chicago. I, um, I do. I have. I've been blessed to have family in New York and in LA. So, um, as of now, home base for me is um, Chicago. That's where my family, uh, where my immediate family is. And, um, and at times, if I have to, I stay in New York for, for, you know, um, anywhere between three weeks to a few months, um, and in, in LA as well. So it's, it's, 
it's so how often do you me. think you you fly in and out of Chicago? <laughs> like oh, how many times do you oh, fly? Oh well, talk about uh, yeah, talk about a list a list status member here. You know, I'm <laughs> um, I get a lot of of frequent flyer miles going on. I um yeah, I mean that's actually at tomorrow I leave to Dallas. So it's so as you know, like it doesn't even matter if it's New York or LA. I mean, they're they're flying me to Texas tomorrow. So <laughs> um, I I have to say that I'm out about maybe once uh, once or twice every couple weeks. I mean, it's it all it all really depends. You know, sometimes right, I'm right. I'm actually on a plane at least two to three times a month. Um, well, good thing you're is, not scared of flying. Great. No, it's so funny because my mother was like, "Oh man, you you you're on a plane about as much as you can hail a taxi cab." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm very used to it. You know, uh, knock on wood, I don't. You know, I don't need any uh, tranquilizers <laughs> for the anxiety or anything, which helps. You know. But, you know, I have right. also, there have been times where I've also uh, driven to where I needed to get to. And oh, really? Being that, yeah, and being that Chicago is so central, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just things that you have to, you know, to do when you're a model. And if I can't find something, I can't do it. If, it, if it's a bus or if I have to drive there, I mean, I've done a 14-hour drive to New York. And it's, hmm. it's it's the things that you have to do and, and it's, it's what you have to get done. And that's, I think that's what kind of separates, you know, some, some models from others. And it's, I take my, um, I, I take my job very seriously. So if my agent says, Hey, I need you there tomorrow. I mean, unfortunately it's, I've, I've gone through family, you know, deaths in the family and I've gotten calls from my agent and say, hey, we need you tomorrow. And it's like, I'm, I'm on the next, you know, I'm on the next flight. So, I mean, it's definitely not for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's not as glamorous as some people think, you know. Mm-hmm. But those that do, you know, that, that do value it, that do have a passion for that and really, really want it, go, go, mm-hmm. the, extra, go the extra mile to get what they, you know, to do what they need to do. Cause I mean, there's not a client in this world that's gonna, you know, know whether or not you have, you know, a death in the family or whether, you know, you missed your flight or whatever you did, you know, they're just looking at it as an, as a no show, you know, right. Or, they don't care. It's, you know, yeah, I I would say that some people care if, if you have, <laughs> if, if they know you, you know, if you work with uh-huh. a client, you know, that, that knows your work ethic. But if you're starting mm-hmm. out, then no, then it, I mean, you know how many women want to be models, you know, right. it's, it's I, when I, when I think about it, I think that I'm, I'm incredibly blessed to be mm-hmm. even in the top, you know, 50 to 100 models that are working because there's thousands right. of girls that, that right. want, that want that slot, you know, thousands of gr- girls that live in New York, that want it. So I know that if I don't live in New York or if I don't live in LA or if I don't live, you know, wherever they are, then I need to work that much harder to, um, to do what I need to do and, and, and get in there. And then when I'm on set, you know, I work. <laughs> so what is your ultimate goal with your career um, as a plus size oh. model? 
Um, wow. Well, you know, uh, I was uh, every year is different. And so, you know, last year it was to get more, you know, more clients and, and slowly but surely they're, they're coming in and I'm super grateful for that. Um, and it's to have consistent clients, you know, it's definitely not just wanting to work with somebody once and never work with them again. I think, you know, as a model, I want to have those brands that I'm able to work with. Um, on a consistent basis who know me, who know my, my value and my worth, my work ethic. Um, and, you know, it, I would hope to just want to get to a point where I am just maybe gone every week or, you know, uh, you know, working with, you know, three or four, you know, clients a week. I mean, people might think that we work a lot, but, you know, with some models, it's, it's not necessarily the case. It's always trying to find, you know, your next, you know, what the next, uh, what the next step is. So mm-hmm. I just, I just want to make sure that I, I keep my clients happy and, you know, that they continue to work with me as I, you know, hopefully get bigger and, um, you know, have a consistent fan base or people that I can mentor right now. I'm, I'm actually working with mentoring some models. I think that Chicago is a very underdeveloped um, city. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of women that, that have, you know, that have talent or maybe have that look and don't know where to start. And I'm, I'm very big on wanting to um, mentor just as I was mentored by, you know, by a model when I started, you know, I, I took the, you know, I took the opportunity to invest in myself and I, you know, and I worked with a mentor, another plus size model who helped develop me. Um, And I'm very grateful for that. And I think that that's kind of, you know, one of the side things that I'm doing is just, you know, working with other models, um, teaching them how, you know, how to pose, what their portfolios should look like and hoping that they can get signed to an agency. I've helped some girls, you know, with that connection that are, that are signed right now to some great modeling agencies um, and also, you know, kind of working on my photography. So that's kind of another no. passion of mine that I just picked up. And, mm-hmm. you know, I started kind of shooting um, with the models that I'm mentoring as kind of mm-hmm. a way to help them pose and look for light and look for their angles. Again, because I've had amazing photographers that have worked with me that, that I absolutely love. And that have helped me as well uh, grow. So I think that it's important um, for for me, at least, to go into that mentorship role as well while I'm still working, you know, so to create those connections. Because I always feel like it kind of – it's not what people can do for you, but I feel like what I can do for, for somebody else because I really enjoy seeing um, other people develop and, and, and seeing them reach their goal as well. Well, that's awesome. So. That's awesome. So do you have anything else um, happening that we can be on the lookout for modeling-wise? Um, well, well modeling-wise, I mean, it, you know, just uh, working. I, you know, I'm currently inside of the JCPenney stores. You know, look me out for that. Oh, I awesome. am um, also inside the Ashley Stewart stores. Um, I know that, you know, something may or may not be happening during uh, Fashion Week this year. It's kind of an, you know, exciting time period. Okay. Um, yeah, and 
Oh, I think no. Uh, I mean, we kind of take things day by day. So, right, right. You know, sometimes well, we I know don't you're even going know to what I'm doing tomorrow, but you can't tell yeah. us everything before it happens. No, exactly, exactly. So I say <laughs> there are things. There are things in the works. You know, I'm in. Um, I'll be in um, in New York next week for. Um, just for the first beginning half of Full Figured Fashion Week. So I'm going to be working um, over there. And then, you know, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there is a lot of things. But I would say anybody, you know, who's interested in seeing, like, um, you know, what I'm up to, definitely uh, just follow me on Instagram. It's Plus, And it's the same as my Twitter and very much the same as my Facebook. So, I mean, anybody that would want to kind of, um, reach out to me if I, you know, I'm open for, for, for some, you know, mentorship, uh, um, opportunities as well. If, if anybody, now, are you mentoring you know, people for interested. free, for free? Cause you might oh, no. have a lot of people <laughs> hitting you up. Oh, I know. No, I mean, it, it all really, de- it all really depends right on, on the type of mentorship that they need. And then okay. that's always, um, you know, that would, that would definitely be discussed. If it's just like a question here or there, I get tons, I get, I get plenty of questions, models asking me um, certain, you know, just certain questions. But when it comes down to actually mentoring, like, and I do have, there is a, a model boot camp that I'm working on currently that'll be in July, oh, sometime in July. Um, it will happen in, um, you know, it will happen in Chicago, but I'm, working on kind of like opposing um, workshops. So that's coming soon. But yeah, I mean, I do try to make it as affordable as possible. You know, I'm not charging anybody an arm and a leg and it really depends on the person um, who, who wants to take advantage. But I also feel that, you know, model definitely needs to invest in herself. I mean, this is, you are your brand and your, your, your business. So you definitely have to invest in yourself as a business. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been awesome talking to you about your journey. I see why you're so successful because, um, you know, you're very serious about your career. So continued success with everything you have going on. Thank you so much, uh, Shanice. Thank you for having me. Like I said, this uh, this was definitely on my bucket list <laughs> to be on this show. So I'm really I'm really glad that um, that we were able to talk, and um, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Yeah, well, enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Bye bye. Bye. And. Thank you to our fabulous guest this evening. And, again, if anybody's interested in uh, booking Jessica, she's represented by IPM Models, and their website is ipmmodels.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to like the fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.